Welcome to Bomberos on Fire, a bilingual podcast where we dive into the world of mental health for first responders and emergency workers. My name is Armando. I'm a firefighter, nurse, and paramedic for over 15 years of experience. I'm here to provide a safe and supportive space for our first responders and emergency workers. So join us on our journey of growth and healing, where together we will learn how to stay strong both physically and mentally. Don't miss a single episode of Bombers on Fire on Spotify, Apple, Google, or even on Heart Radio. Subscribe now and become part of the community. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Bombers on Fire. This is a podcast about mental health. My name is Armando. For guys who don't remember me, or you don't listen to the first or first time listeners. Before we start the podcast, I want to talk about the countries and the people listening to us. Thank you to people in the United States, Mexico, Argentina, Spain, Chile, Colombia, Peru, Venezuela, Germany, Bolivia, Philippines, Portugal, Netherlands, Sweden, France, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and Nicaragua, and more. There's too many countries. I have the pleasure today to be with somebody that I really admire and appreciate since I started in this place, in this fire department. Uh, and he got a long journey, but he's actually one of the guys that you want to look to when you want to talk about fitness and uh, improve yourself. Uh, and I'll give the mic to you so you can talk about yourself. Thank you. Brad, it's all you. Thank you, Armando. I appreciate it. You're, thank you for your <laughs> glowing introduction of, You're welcome, of me. Buddy. I was just a regular guy. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Anytime. Talk about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? I know you have medic, firefighter, nurse, lieutenant. Yeah. So I'm a uh, lieutenant at a local fire department in the Orlando area, mm-hmm. a large, uh, popular theme park with you. I, mean, I yeah. think you've talked about it plenty of times. <laughs> yes. um, I've been here for 11 years. Before that, I worked for five years at my hometown fire department, which was St. Cloud Fire Rescue. Ooh, St. Cloud. And I was a uh, firefighter paramedic <laughs> there uh, for five years. Um, Pretty much right out of high school, I started the fire academy. I wanted to be like a firefighter and paramedic when I was like a little tiny kid. There used to be a show on the United States here called Rescue 911, and they had like videos of actual calls and uh, like they then they would speak to the medics and like the That's true. the patients and the the people that they had res- rescued. And like I watched that show growing up, and like I always watched that and thought like, man, like I remember an episode they rescued a cat out of a well, and then they like like. <laughs> There was a fire and the, took the old, famous cat on the tree. Yeah, shit, like yeah. old lady fell down and like I just like man, I want to do that. Like I want to do different stuff all the time. I think it also like plays to how my brain works. Like kind of scatterbrained, yeah. ADD kind of person. So I, uh, I think it falls those. right in the line to like we're doing something different at all times. But um, I'm also a uh, registered nurse. Um, I worked for two years at St. Cloud Emergency Room. Uh, as an emergency room nurse, and then I also worked for uh, nearly 10 years at Nemours Children's Hospital in Orlando as an emergency room nurse, and that's a pediatric emergency room facility. Um, and for the last probably year and a half or so, I've, I'm not currently working as a nurse. I, I resigned from Nemours, which was a really hard decision to make. I loved working for that organization. Like, the leadership, yeah. the quality of that organization, and the culture that they have is just outstanding. I can't say enough good things. Like, I, I loved being an employee at Nemours. I absolutely loved it. And, and it's pediatric. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's not an easy place to work. Um, they have very high expectations of all their employees. They hold a high standard for all their employees. I mean, as they should, you know, you're taking care of people's children, you know, like that's their most prized possession or thing in their life, you know, as someone's child. So it's like the highest duty and highest honor to be able to care for someone's kid like that. And so they expect a lot out of their employees. And with that though, is like a really good culture, like it just all around. But anyways, I left there a year and a half ago because I wanted to pursue becoming a nurse practitioner. So I moved away from that area anyways. The commute was really long to get back to the hospital. Yeah. So I uh, I had moved up to North Central Florida and uh, got a little out into more into the country <laughs> like I wanted to. Boo, and, you move uh, out. <laughs> Too far for me, buddy. Yeah. Say hi. 
So yeah, I was born and raised in St. Cloud, and it it just it got way too crowded. I mean, I remember when St. Cloud had five thousand people in it, and now it's just and then like we move in, and it got like yeah. eaten by Orlando, and so we uh, we moved up North Central Florida, and I resigned from the hospital to do my like start my classes towards becoming a nurse practitioner. I'm halfway through uh, getting my bachelor's of science right now in nursing. Nice. So uh, once I finish that, which I'm doing kind of part-time, going kind of slow, and then uh, once I finish that, I will do my uh, master's of uh, nursing and then, you know, MP. take the boards for NP. But I have time left in the fire department i want to get you know my pension and retirement and everything yeah, from yeah. here so i'm not in like a super huge rush to get any of that done soon but it's in your plans it's in the horizon it's in my five-year plan for sure some, somewhere there that you want to yeah. pursue at least you yeah. got a goal yes. and you're a lieutenant now yes yeah you're I've lieutenant. Been a lieutenant for six years yeah yes. yeah that position of control the position of power is just i feel like a babysitting yeah like you're just you're so i'm in charge of one firehouse so we yes. have one fire station an engine company which is four people um and two rescues which each have two people on them and uh then i am supervised by battalion chief and the commander yeah by the way rescues for austin florida is ambulance ambulance yeah. yes because outside florida you call it yeah. ambulance outside yeah. outside united states absolutely so yeah. it's rescues i learned that <laughs> when i went to las vegas yeah <laughs> yes for a class yeah and, and Ambulance is more ubiquitous. You say yeah, that anywhere, everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So but yeah, that's that's my professional journey. What I've been through, like professionally, and yeah. and what what I've done for work. I mean, I did like odd jobs in high school. I worked for the water department for two years while I was going to the fire academy. So I was I spent all day in a trench uh, connecting sucks. water mains underground oh for two God. years while I went to the academy and, did oh, that that and got a job, but. Yeah. So uh, I also know that you are in charge of the fitness team, uh, department, the fire department that we work. How how that how do you go into that role? How do you even got into fitness? So um, like I've always been athletic uh, and into sports and things like that. Like when I was younger, I played baseball and basketball and football and other and team basketball. sports. It's kind of yeah. small, buddy. Yeah, it's kind of short for that. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, when I got into middle school, I tried wrestling, and I liked wrestling a lot. And I uh, got lucky in that the school that I went to, the high school I went to, had a really good wrestling program with a really, really good coach that invests a lot of his time in me and uh, spent a lot of time like with his athletes. And he still coaches in, in St. Cloud at one of the okay. high schools there. Um, but yeah, I, I wrestled at a high level there at high school, and... Um, I really enjoyed that. I was captain on the team, and you know, I won multiple tournaments, and I was a district champion, and was second, got second Not in the region, and qualified for state, and um, did pretty well with that, um, and enjoyed that. So I'd always worked out, always been into fitness. You know, I'd also run cross country to keep in shape oh, really? for wrestling season. Yeah, and so, um, but as I got like out, you know, into the job force, like there, there have been times in my adult life where like my workouts haven't been as consistent like i would say i've always worked out and i've always like run and lifted weights and stuff but not, since but, i was my teenage, like right teenage years but like yeah not at this level not yeah. this not at this level and i've had periods where i've worked out very consistently for a period of time and then stopped for a period of time and then back and forth or like worked out you know only like once or twice a week you know and things like that and then not since like high school have i was i or recently but I had really taken like control of my diet and like really been disciplined with my diet. But um, I started at Reedy Creek 11 years ago, and yeah. I want to say six, five or six years ago. No, it was more than it was. Must have been six or seven years ago. It was before I got promoted, so it's been a while. Um, they had positions open on the fitness team to be a trainer here at the department they have yeah. uh, personal trainers they send uh, firefighters paramedics dispatchers um, if they want to become a personal trainer they become a personal trainer just like you like a personal trainer at gold's gym or yeah. any other gym um, we get the uh, the uh, a cpt certificate through the nsca which mm -hmm. is the national strength coaches association, association yeah. yeah and it's a pretty tough test yeah it is um and uh, <laughs> i can i can, can assure that 100 percent. i know that <laughs> so um we we take that test as self-study for that and then you can become a trainer for the department so i did that a while ago like like i said six seven years ago 
have been on the team, enjoyed giving my input, enjoyed training people here at the department. And um, I think doing that and like having that exposure to that and the expectation that I'm now a leader in this department has made me more consistent over the last, you know, five, yeah. six years with my workouts. Um, because I don't want to be to say, hey, I'm a fitness peer fitness trainer and i'm going to lead this i'm going to you know yeah. lead you and then i don't hold you, myself you, you accountable. look like an m&m character right and i don't hold myself <laughs> yeah. accountable i don't I, exactly I, I don't do what i say you know yeah. things so like that lead, lead by example right well and even if you have all you can have all that knowledge but if you don't have the discipline to apply that knowledge yeah. you know it to be honest with you and it can it, this might be the sad reality is people won't respect you and listen to you like the people don't seek out personal trainers that don't look like how they want to look you know they, no, if the people want a certain athletic i want a guy that's in an athletic build i want to be a faster runner i'm going to go to I've a trainer it. that's a runner you know yeah. if i want to play basketball better i'm going to go to a basketball trainer if i want to be a bodybuilder i'm going to go to a guy who's a bodybuilding coach and learn how bodybuilders work out and yeah, build exactly. towards that aesthetic so but um i would say really in the last probably two three years definitely over the last two years my workouts have been like the most consistent they've ever been in my life and i've made that a priority um and same with my diet over the last two years i would say my diet i've really dialed my diet in um with some guys here at the fire department who had lost weight gave me some advice on uh using my fitness pal and things like that and yeah. tracking my calories and i did that for a while until it became like second nature a habit yeah yeah and then once it well once i used it for maybe a year or so i i got into the the groove where I, like i know how many cal i can kind of intuitively kind of guess how many calories i've eaten in a day and i kind of know like how many calories i should be eating and then there's days where if i'm like at my I, i have a small farm so i if i'm like building a fence or doing something really hard outside exerting myself you, 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 extra just yeah to I'll, eat, i'll eat extra carbohydrates and things yeah. like that and take an extra ex electrolytes and and more fruit and stuff on a day like yeah. that um but yeah that's been like the biggest difference for me like as far as like my athleticism and my physique and my health and like how i feel um my mental health has improved over the last two years i feel like uh with with how consistent i've been with my workouts and how i've you know kind of dialed in my nutrition and yeah. I've, you know other than you know i do like to cheat and eat ice cream and stuff and but but you can yeah. but you can you're able to cheat you're able to do that because you maintain a discipline right. At, uh, right consistency every day you yeah. grind literally yeah you work out do your stuff that dies so are you able to like hey you can give yourself something extra right yeah which is great yeah and i, I, I can do that i think a lot of people think that like i deny myself all the time because i mean there was a day here they were on shift they were having pizza and uh I didn't. I didn't want to. Like I had food already, you know. And everyone's like, "Oh, Brad's not going to eat pizza." But yeah. like, you know, there's, you know, the next shift after that, uh, a cast member had like seen us backstage, and we had just got back from a call and gave us a bunch of free donuts they were going to throw away. So like, I ate a donut. Like so, Ooh, you know, like, her. but you know, it's because I have, like you said, it's the consistency that I have more over a longer period yeah. of time. You know, like that I've I know I've eaten well for days and then i can okay there's this food in front of me i'm at a restaurant with my family or whatever or some friends yeah you know i'm gonna or i'm at a concert like i'm going to pig out and eat what i want you want to drink gonna, a beer right exactly i'm gonna do Glass those whiskey, things yeah something tequila aguardiente so. uh moonshine <laughs> which is great which is great let, uh, me, and let me silence my phone real no, quick so no, it sounds dinging no you're good you're good this is, this is slide buddy <laughs> people who know the podcast and follow for a little bit knows that i like to travel Yeah. I like to go everywhere. I'd rather be more than going online. I'd rather be with the person because I think it's more organic. The the podcast is more uh, raw. This is yeah. it's better to be person to person right. than a computer. Yeah, you miss a lot of the things, a lot of the cues, the body yeah. language that you do there. But uh, uh, I'm really glad you're here on the podcast because you can talk about or give some advices to people that have that problem to get or start into that world fitness yeah. what do you recommend as a fitness um as a personal trainer those people that they don't want to do it because it's too lazy or it's too hard what do you recommend to those people like what what help you to make that change um so i think in the past 
when I would try a diet or I would try a workout program and I would be inconsistent with it is I would set a goal for myself and it would usually be weight related. I would be like, well, I weigh X number of pounds and I want to lose 10 pounds. And so that would be, you know, I'd weigh, I want to weigh 190 or whatever I want to weigh. And then I would get to that and I'd be like, yes, that's my goal. And it was just like, it was accomplished instead of it being like a lifestyle every single day. Like, okay. and now more my goal is to be like fit over a lifetime. So to be fit for, you know, yeah. when I'm 80 years old, like I want to be you wanna fit. Be the, you want to be the old guy with the, with the white beard and the gym with no shirt. I want to show, I kind of yeah. want to show you a video of my grandfather right now. <laughs> he, uh, so, like, so and, and that's a great example. So I'm going to bring that up. Like I have two grandfathers, obviously mm -hmm. my dad's dad and my mom's dad. Yeah. So um, I love them both, and no res disrespect to either one of them. But, um, but my dad's so my dad, my dad's dad, my father's father was very athletic in high school. He was on a track team. He was on a weightlifting team. Oh, wow. he, he joined the army after uh, right out, out of high school. World he was War Two? No, the Vietnam. So oh, Vietnam, Vietnam area. Yeah. He joined the army during Vietnam. Got put in the Army Corps of Engineers. He actually Jesus. ended up getting influenza. Got. He got re he almost went to Vietnam, got influenza, got put in the hospital for three weeks, and was uh, like in pretty rough shape. And then got reassigned and ended up getting sent to Germany, where he met my grandmother, and wow. never never went to Vietnam. That's in the sixties, seventies. Yeah, late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but later on in life, he he never worked out. He never owned a single piece of exercise equipment in his home. He he ate a lot of fried food and uh, like just did, never ate healthy. He never denied himself like, you know, a drink or something that yes. was good to eat, right? And, you know, he had diabetes, heart disease, he had a couple heart attacks, he had a uh, he had a bypass open heart bypass. Um, later in life he lost his leg to diabetes and he's complications of life. Right. And he, yeah. and he's dead now. So yeah. I mean multiple health complications and then on the other hand my mother's father um <clears throat> who's a marine was a combat marine in, v in vietnam as well is the same around the same age as my other grandfather would be mm -hmm. he is 75 he'll be 76 in september this year and he's uh Still jacked and tan like he's an <laughs> oh, insane God. human being um like i he so he owned a zoo in pigeon forge tennessee for uh 40 years called smoky mountain zoological park no shit. and he's recently sold all of that off and liquidated that and uh he now has a small monkey breeding operation in okeechobee he's a usda certified no uh, exotic animal breeder so yeah he's he's owned like my whole life he's owned lions tigers bears at one point he had the largest collection of uh bears that were privately owned in the united states so but uh, no shit yeah so he's a super like most interesting guy I've ever he's like my hero most, <laughs> my most interesting guy ever went from I, marine to like, literally own a zoo to get bears monkeys and yeah. tigers and like a bear cane yeah so i like <laughs> oh, I, I have to like so this is when i was there last week that's your that's your grandpa yeah this no the, the day tuesday okeechobee so that was fourth of july oh, so the people that obviously have a video can see it is a 70 75. 75 year old man man with the 25 apps <laughs> he's, like he's, said, more he's jacked and tan he's jacked more jacked yeah. than probably 90 percent of the fire department that we work yeah so like like i said he's 75 like building stuff every day tearing fences down cutting down trees dude, dude, like grandpa's look like a machine yeah and he's literally like the toughest human being i've ever met in my life and is my hero but like he sets an example for me of how to lift he lifts weights like six days a week he also has like uh bicycles that he likes to go on bike rides yeah. for cardio and so he'll get up early in the morning it's something it's a sight to see to see him like riding a bike at dawn with like a hawaiian shirt that's unbuttoned like <laughs> yeah, down the street he can <laughs> he, he literally can, can so, do it he can stop in a downtown somewhere yeah, he's, he's getting no up, shirt but he gets up be before the sun comes up and he's you know feeding monkeys and cutting up fruit and you know doing all sorts of work and yeah. um but yeah, that's that's and the way he eats. He eats extremely clean. He does not eat fried food. He never has. His my entire life, like when he had the zoo up in Tennessee, his entire basement was a gym, like the size, like the size of like a 
small commercial gym, like with all commercial equipment. It was insane. And oh, now, so he used and, it for. And now that he lives in Okeechobee, he has a gym on his back porch. And where I like I compared to my other grandfather, he never owned a single dumbbell yeah. the entire time, my entire life. And never exercised as an adult. So you and and so like I can see before me like these two paths, like if how I could live my life and like what choices I can make. So like you know, one, I have one grandfather that's healthy and thriving yeah. at 75 years old and, you know, still alive. And the other ones is unfortunately not with us anymore. So, yeah. you know, I would love to have him with with us if he had made different choices with his health. But yeah. like, I will learn from those mistakes. That's the consequences of having bad choices. Right. You, you, it's like a short-term uh, benefit. Oh, this is great. The pizza tastes amazing. The beer yeah. is amazing. But long-term, uh, his, yeah. it, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't. Bro, your grandpa, he looks jacked. <laughs> like, that dude yeah. looks like a G.I. Joe figure. Yeah, and like my whole life, like every, he's got a stack of vitamins every morning. He's like taking vitamin B and fish oil and magnesium. Like he's take, he's always been like that. Like so, he's so, always worked out. He's always, you know, he, he told me recently that when he was in his 20s, he got fat at one point or something like that. I'm like, yeah, but like. For 10 years, you're 75, you got a <laughs> yeah, tiny yeah. percentage of your life. Yeah, yeah. Now you got zero body fat. And yeah. Now you, yeah. yeah. It's so, so that's your source of inspiration. Yes. And, and like, you know what? They changed my life so I can pursue yeah. and live longer. Because it's yeah. not, like you said, it's not like a quick fix. Oh, I, I dropped 10 pounds. That doesn't mean anything. Dropping 10 pounds because I can gain muscle mass just in getting uh, weight. Just yeah. in muscle. Yeah. It's a, it's a change of lifestyle, choice right. of lifestyle. You got the option. Right. And I, people want to do it. And I want to be like that when I'm 75. So Go when I too. have great grandkids, I can throw them up on my shoulder. I can run around and do things and say, hey, let's go on a bike ride. You know, where like most 75-year-olds can't do anything like that. No. They can hardly drive. So he has a motorcycle. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a badass. So he, it's, he it, is. He um, is. Yeah, it's... And that's that's what I want to be when I'm at the age. So that's that's now my Your goal. my fitness goal is to be healthy and fit over a lifestyle, like over a lifespan. Yeah. To be uh, to be athletic and to be fast and to be and, you know obviously my job plays a big factor into that yes, too. I want to be we do. very capable. You know, if it comes down to it on a fire scene and it's like my life or your life or someone else's life perform, on the line, perform, perform our job. I want to be able to perform yeah. and have the cardiovascular and the strength and the, you know, stamina yeah. and the flexibility to be able to perform and do what I need to do and make it home at the end of the day. Yeah. And save others too. Right. Maybe you need somebody to help and you're it. You're the guy dragging the big yeah. 300 pound dude yeah. on a bunker gear with air pack is 400 pounds out yeah. of the building. Well, yeah. the warehouse in our case, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or the tunnel with yeah. the, with water and <laughs> lights and who knows what else they got inside. Yeah, no, that's that is that is awesome. That yeah. your grandpa's is, bro, I saw that. <laughs> and I, no, that's that inspired me. You know what's hilarious is my whole life, um, people have not believed me when I tell them about him. Like, so I'd be a kid in elementary school, and they would say, "Oh, the teacher said everyone has to stand up and tell about what they did this summer." And my mom would often like fly me up yeah. to see him, or he would be. In Florida, like picking up a chimpanzee or something, <laughs> and he crazy. would pick me up on the way and take me back, and then I would stay there for a few weeks with him. And uh, I would say, oh, I went to my grandfather's zoo, and like my job was, I milked the goats at five o'clock in the morning, and, and then I you. took the goat milk, and then I fed the baby deer, and then I went and fed like the warthogs, and I did all these things, and then I cut up fruit for monkeys, and people would be like, "You're a liar." <laughs> so my whole no, life, you're <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. And then I tell people like, "Yeah, I got a, a seventy-five." year old grandpa is jacked and tanned is stronger than you and they're like yeah right <laughs> no you you do you do yeah. have that yeah you do have that and and that also uh help with your mental health that help yeah. to release stress that help to don't be the guy beating the wife because you're drunk you know that right. stuff happens is yeah. release a lot of the anger and, and uh wow yeah well, that's the other thing about exercise too is that like you know you think about the billions of dollars that pharmaceutical companies have spent on <clears throat> antidepressants and other drugs and the all the research that has been coming out recently and all the metadata studies are showing that exercise is just as effective if not more effective than any pharmaceutical on the market for depression yeah so like that's 
like the most powerful pill right there is just exercise just move your body like you can just and do what you can enjoy like you don't have to do what i do and go lift weights and squat and do all these things and throw sandbags yeah. over your yeah. shoulder pick up a tree and right. move it to the other yeah, side you don't have to put a telephone pole on your back and like <laughs> yeah. do step up stuff onto a dead tree and stuff yeah exactly you can like go play pickleball or go yes. play volleyball or you can go kayaking like that's a great workout that's a lot a, of very pickleball is a great workout yeah. it's for, for all retired white people but yeah. it's a great workout <laughs> <laughs> but um you asked me about uh and I, I didn't get to it. You asked me about like how to like if somebody wanted to get yeah. improve their fitness as a yeah. first responder. So like I would say first thing is try to find like somebody that you can like that can mentor you. So like there's a guy here on my crew, my engineer. Um, yeah. That guy. Like Jack. when I when I yeah he's a he's in great shape. Jeremy's in awesome shape and yeah. he's a great person. So like I like latched onto him because I'd known that Jeremy had lost a significant amount of weight and yeah. at one point in his life and I see the lifestyle he lives in regard to how he eats healthy yeah. how he exercises consistently and like what he does and you see the results of that like he like he looks great so like I went to Jeremy and and, and said hey man like what do you do like for your diet like what like what meals do you eat like how can and he's the one that told me you know use my fitness pal and he was the one that I would say help me the most with like nutrition do you, and you dialing say, that in. You will say that's more important than picking up a heavy weight is nutrition. I would say yeah, just as important. I would say I don't. I mean, I wouldn't know. I, I think you should do both. Yeah. Um, but I would think like as far as your body composition goes, nutrition is more important. So if you're if you want to look a certain way, then you need to dial in the nutrition. So you right. can be super strong and you can work out all the time but if your nutrition is really sloppy and you're eating more calories than your you body will, needs to build muscle your yeah. body's going to add fat onto your you, onto your you frame you look like a power lifter right yeah. right and if you are like in a heavyweight classification for like a world's strongest man or a strong man type thing and there's no upper weight limit then it doesn't matter how you know how big you get because it's it's all about strength, strength. so it's yeah. you know those guys weigh 400 pounds but it's right. muscle right it's literally muscle they're also giants too so yeah they're six nine seven one seven two yeah the last competition they're trying to break the record the uh, uh deadlift uh, 505 kilos or whatever over a thousand eleven thousand pounds or whatever yeah and they couldn't make it wow. still still hold the record eddie the beast huh they still hold the record wow. 500. that's awesome on the yeah, but those yeah. guys weighed like 300 pounds easy yeah and they eat yeah. like beasts but yeah you need that to pick up heavy yeah. weights but i would say like Find somebody that you can like either work out with or that, you know, can guide you in nutrition or, or whatever your goals are. Um, there's got to be like and, and if if there's no one and I've been in that firehouse before I've been in the firehouse where no one works out except for me. Yeah, me too. So at my old department, I was in and <laughs> here I was on here for a short period of time. I was on a crew like that at this station. But many many years ago, but yeah, my old my old department. I was on a crew one time, and it was, you know, there'd be one person to work out, and you know, we also had much smaller crews too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're on a crew at an out satellite station, and you have, you know, it's like the retiree station. You got time, and you got people that are like a year away from retiring. They don't necessarily want to care. Right. No one cares about so, anything. So like, it might be you. You might have to be your own your own thing. And in that in that case. Like, you know, if you have social media or whatever, there's just a plethora of people out there that you can follow and, like, look at for guidance, inspiration. There's coaches out there. There's people well, you can reach out to. Since you are a personal trainer, right? Certified yeah. trainer. If people want to look at you, ask you questions, where they can find you? So I have an Instagram. It's at uh, Fireman Nurse. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's and it's I recently made it public it used to be private but yeah it's public facing now so like anybody can just follow me and dm you and ask you hey yes. i want to know about uh what you do for nutrition yeah give me a workout for routine definitely for first responders yeah. i would definitely extend that out to any like law enforcement nurses cops uh firefighters paramedics and dispatchers uh to like the general public i'm not there yet like i don't want to be inundated i am a pretty busy person i go to school got three yeah. kids have a small yeah. farm have a full-time job you do have a small but, farm that's true too yeah but Forgot for for um for first responders i would li like that's like my heart is to yeah, help fun. help my brothers and sisters yeah. so if anybody asks me a question i will not be bothered at all i'll be happy to help you so i'd like 
message it. me. Hit I'll, me up. I will put your link on the description of the episode yeah. when I do the edit. Cool. Uh, so people can reach you. It doesn't have to be U.S. based. It could be all around the world. Right. So I got people from Norway, uh, Germany. Right. Or you yeah. speak a little bit of Spanish too. They can ask. You. No, I don't. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're from St. Cloud, bro. No, I was born in Kissimmee. So yeah. There you go. You yeah. should know Spanish. I'm an honorary Puerto Rican person. There you go. You look like yeah. a little bit. You tan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I've told people that you know, like when I lived in St. Cloud. So I was born in Kissimmee. I was raised in St. Cloud, and then like growing up. I would, go to, I would go to Kissimmee all the time and people would approach me and speak Spanish to me or I'd cashiers would speak yeah. Spanish to me and they'd be like, oh, you look like a light-skinned light Hispanic person. I'm you like, like oh, a Puerto guy. Okay, thank you. No, from I'll take that. y'all. <laughs> yeah. Bye, y'all. Until I open my mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's anybody from responders, police, military, uh, firefighters, medics, EMTs, right. whoever is in the line of duty, uh, you can approach him. Uh, reach to him hey I got a question about nutrition well not nutrition but more about the personal training aspect the lifting yeah. weights programs to how to help it to reduce yeah. weight or gain more weight because some people are too skinny yeah well yeah and I've uh, I recently became a uh, CrossFit level one trainer oh, I think shit. is the legal term for that yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm open to like all like different modalities the department paid for us to go uh, another trainer had found the class. We needed the CEUs anyway, so we took that class. Learned a lot. I, I'm not a, like a CrossFit guy. Like I've never been like a member of a CrossFit gym. However, the uh, jujitsu gym I go to is a CrossFit gym. So like, oh, really? but like, yeah, CrossFit guys are athletic. There's no, yeah, there's, there's no, no doubt about no, that. Yeah, like yeah. that, but that's not my. I don't enjoy to work out that that style workout. I I like other types of styles of what workout. Do you, what do you like? So. Like when I was in high school, you know, I would pick up like Muscle and Fitness magazine and I would do like uh, bodybuilding type workouts yeah. and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'd do squat, deadlift, bench press, military press. Like, you the know, big four, do, the big four. Right. And then, you know, you'd, you'd fi you know, finish that off with tricep press downs and curls and, you know, oh, yeah. and leg curls and, and calf raises. And yeah. so, um, I've done all different sorts of workouts like that. But like, as I've gotten older, like more recently, I've gotten into all different sorts of stuff, more functional stuff, but I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's quote unquote CrossFit. I have a small like home gym in my garage and I'm going to take a drink of water. Um, water guys, water. So <laughs> I work out there, but like I've slowly added, I have a squat rack and a set of dumbbells so you, and things like that. Okay. And I have an adjustable mace from Kabuki strength that I use oh, a yeah. shoulder rock. Um, yeah. So I've gotten into that in the past few months. Um, I like to do like just different stuff. I mean, like a strongman. I see you doing strong. I do stuff. like to do some strongman stuff. I do it um, too. Though. I like strongman. Yeah, I've gotten into recently the the owner of the CrossFit gym Jujitsu. Mm -hmm. It's called Iron Legion Strength and Conditioning or Ocala? Strength and Con start. Sorry, Strength and Combat. Yeah, Ocala, Ocala, downtown yeah. Ocala. Um, run by some great people. They. Uh, the owner of the gym there is a super awesome guy. Ted Drever has coached me in some like strongman type stuff, like some stone lifting, the yeah. Atlas stone. So I like, I haven't bought any Atlas stones yet. I'm going to buy some. You can make one. Yeah. You can make a messy. You can make a bowl. You can make a bowl. Yeah. I just, I just have a professional do it. They're not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy yeah. in Sanford that makes them. They're not, they, he makes oh, really? super nice stones and uh, they're, they're not very expensive. I'm looking for one. I, they're very pretty. I'm doing. I'm doing the big. <laughs> lately, for me, I'm doing the big four. I'm doing the five, three, one uh, workout. Yeah. So is one week. Is basically the you increase the weight little by little, like five pounds at a time, and then your four week is a deload. Yeah. So I've been getting deadlift. My deadlift, I think, is three hundred now. Hmm. But yeah, which is good for me. Yeah. Great. But my uh, I suck on shoulder press. Yeah. Weakness, but I can yeah. pick you up from the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do guy. I do uh like a split where I'll do like a push day, a pull which I you know is like a chest and and yeah. tricep day and then a back a day where I just do back and I do a day where I just do legs and then there's a day where I do like a little bit of everything. There's days where I like I just don't feel in the mood for that and I try to do more gymnastics type stuff and try to get oh, on the rings and like it. do I there's there's days where I just feel like super tight and I just want to get like loose loose and yeah. you know hang on an inversion table and and yeah. you know so you don't have to be the guy who does weights every single day I, you, you you do the you try to 
you try to make your body not to adapt to the, yeah. to the workout so you yeah. can break the fibers and get bigger I'm, stronger or flexible I'm, I'm trying to like yeah and I've, and size has been a goal of mine like muscular size <laughs> hypertrophy has been a goal of mine for a long time so like but as like like I said as I've gotten older my more of my goal is athletic athleticism yeah and like in with you know i'm doing jujitsu as well yeah. not as not as regularly as i want to but like i'm i, uh, I suck at it pretty bad but tell me about it i'm always eating the, the mat every day <laughs> i go there when i have a chance yeah. i eat the mat yeah oh i can't i can they put me with the yeah. purple belt all the time a blue belt I'm like dude like i can't i'm yeah. my third time in this crap like i can't <laughs> give me like a pretzel yeah so i've i haven't been doing that for very long maybe like a year but um maybe a little longer than a year <clears throat> but i had done a trial class like many years ago i'd done a jujitsu and then followed by a muay thai class really liked it you know like wrestling has a lot of translation into it and so like i would you know be able to take somebody down that was a higher belt than me but then get submitted real quick by that same person (laughs) yeah it's not fun and then uh humble and that's that's the that's pretty much the same experience that i have now (laughs) after a year of going but um, it's a humble experience i don't go as regularly as i want to like i said at one point i was going to school full-time i've backed off a little bit on classes this summer but um just so busy with like with my kids with having a small farm with having a full-time job and taking life. three classes at a time life. and life and everything my yeah. kids are all in sports and in intramurals oh, nice. and in a band and all this stuff oh, so, so like busy. yeah i'm busy you, so yeah you, you barely hear i, I yeah. uh yeah like that that's actually one of my goals for like the second half of this year is to be more consistent with my jujitsu training um and to hit more classes like i have a number in my head that like i know how many classes i hit in the first half of the year and i know like how many months are left we're at basically the halfway point in the year so i i have a number in my head of how many classes i want to hit to finish this year out so like that's like a small personal goal for me nice um but yeah, I I've really enjoyed jujitsu, and like it's it's very good for your mental health to get like nothing takes your like your mind off of like focusing on your problems, like having someone try to strangle you to death. That's true. Yeah, like you're not thinking like if there's some guy <laughs> on your back with his legs wrapped around you and he's trying to fucking choke you with your own belt. It's true. And, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. He's trying to choke you with his legs. Yeah, and his balls are in your face, and you're like struggling to breathe, and you he's crushing think, you. You won't think about what happened yeah. at work. You're not thinking about oh man, that stupid you know my neighbor <laughs> yeah, exactly. and that, that nope. call and the the you, chief and this and that. You are then that moment you're so, in that moment thinking yeah. about how do i survive right now and have this guy who <laughs> not rip my fucking head off <laughs> yeah. using my own uniform yeah that's the sad yeah. part using yeah. your yeah your sleeve on your yeah. kimono but uh yeah i do read a lot about jiu-jitsu how it's a tool for mental health a lot of yeah. first responders use that as a as a tool to help with the mental i guess make you focus you yeah. have to be there it's in the moment it's not yeah in the future it's not in the past is you have to be there yeah same same thing with uh archery so like really? i i like to do I, I i hunt a lot yeah and i like to archery hunt so um practicing archery is a lot of the same thing like you really have to be in the moment on the shot um or you're not going to make the shot the arrow is not going to hit where you want it to hit unless you're doing all the it's like a it's like a checklist on a hamster wheel in your head that you're going through to keep that shot kind of in the in the right picture so and they'll help to concentrate with the mental health right and it's and it and uh archery is considered a form of martial art um you know and it has been in asia and in europe and india for for centuries and um it, it is very i think it is a, a form of meditation as well there's some people that think archery is a form of meditation and i've i had a lot of uh a lot of clarity and and stuff and a lot of like moments where i felt like archery helped me like where i was practicing there was a time where i practiced archery every day oh, for wow. for at least like 30 40 minutes and uh I don't do that as much anymore. I'm kind of lazy, lazy with it. As hunting you, season gets closer, I practice with my get, bow much, 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 much yeah. more. Um, and but yeah, and then just like being in the outdoors, like I like the actual sitting in the you know in a tree stand yeah. before the sun comes up and watching the sun come up and listening to all the animals and you know listening to the earth wake up and then you yeah. know hopefully killing something. It's a uh, <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's a good way that I think to spend my time. I I enjoy it. I think it helps my mental health. It helps to me to be grounded, to be out in nature, away from all the noise, yeah. and just completely like just off the grid. Just off the grid. It, like even even going hiking for a couple yeah. hours will yeah. help people with with going through whatever's going on. Um, some people to manage anxiety, depression, all those issues, they use drugs. They use. Uh, you name it, microdoses, right. alcohol, whatever. Yeah. Al- alcohol, yeah, yeah. Uh, or they get angry and start beating people up, literally explode. Yeah. So one way, and it's free. You can go hiking. Uh, you can walk around the house or walk around the block. I mean, it's, it's not just buying a heavy weight or going to gigs because it's expensive. Some people yeah. can can afford go to gigs. You can afford go hunting, right? Right. But they're not even live in a hunting place. They live in a big city, so. Right. So shows the fact that you can get out of the environment. That would be good advice of whatever's going on, just to for a little bit. You don't have to go too right. crazy. That will help you to clear your mind a little bit and trying to relax and go through that huddle. Because everybody have anxiety, everybody have depression. We all have something. We all have some part, some part of PTSD, which is a long term, yeah. especially also working the. Uh, yeah in this field yeah you can't work in this job for any period of, like a long period no. of time and not no. have some form of trauma have, from it yeah. we all have it we got different calls pediatrics right. uh suicide you name it yeah. and and i think what are you doing is great example for people thank you to to remove yourself from that anxiety depression that thought and one of the things i started this podcast um in january actually is the fact that Three people from a fire department in Central Florida commit suicide. At least three in less than a year. Yeah. And yeah. then somebody else did it. Two of them uh, were uh, work for the county that I live in. Yes. Mar- Marion County, yeah. Florida. Yeah. yeah, Marion County and then Orange yeah. County. And uh, that, to me, triggered me. Like, I have to do something. Because one of the reasons why I do this also for mental health. To me, talking about it, it helped me. Yeah. Yeah, because right. I've been through some shit too. Yeah, I, I I'm an immigrant. Right away. <laughs> yeah, I jumped the border, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, and you worked in Venezuela as a medic. Know. Yeah, right. And in this situation, imagine doing this with no resources and different language. Right. In the big and, city and way more people and just yeah. oh, you have no idea. Yeah. No <laughs> lines on the road. No lines on the road. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Use- Hold up a minute, fire fire fans. We'll be right back with Embedded on Fire podcast. But right now we got something hard to share for all our loyal listeners we have been asking how they can support the show and look great doing it your thoughts have been answered introducing our official etsy store the fire rescue group we have got the gear that should that ignite your passion for all things bomberos on fire feel the heat we are signature t-shirts designed with bomberos in mind each one probably embrace our sense of humor and style or maybe you want to stay cozy and warm with the fire rescue sweatshirts perfect for those chilly nights after a long day of firefighting or pocket listening and don't forget to top up top it all we are caps it's not just about staying cooler under the sun it's about showing the world you fire your passion and your commitment to be a loyal bomberos on fire podcast Every purchase supports the podcast, helps us to keep the fire burning, and brings you closer to the Bomberos community. Plus, you get some seriously cool Bomberos on fire gear. So, what are you waiting for? Spark up your style and support your favorite podcast, Bomberos on Fire, by visiting Fire Rescue Group on Etsy. Just go to etsy.com slash shop slash fire rescue group. That is etsy.com slash shop slash fire rescue group. We'll see you there. And now, let's take back to the heat conversation here in Bombeiros on Fire podcast. And thank you. Did it. So no yes. matter where you go, no matter who you talk to after this, one day on the Joe Rogan experience, I'll be like, you know, this isn't my first podcast, sir. Yeah, you know, yo, I mean, you're cool, bro. But yeah. my first one, yo, you yeah. never forget your first one. Uh, what advice would you give to people that are struggling? are in that hole right now mental i don't know roadblock or whatever you want to call it from your point of view of fitness firefighter and all that and and that would be a nice closure but what you recommend how do you recommend people to get out of that hole what are you 
will say or even personal experience or whatever you know i think everyone's got to like draw strength inspiration discipline from different sources in their lives you know whether it's like their family their duty you know just their desire to do whatever um struggling with mental health and stuff like that like my first thing to say would be like reach out and get yourself some help you know most employers have an employee assistance program yeah. where you for free you can get a counselor and speak to somebody you can tell them like hey i'm having a problem with drinking or i'm having a problem with drug abuse or depression or anxiety or marital issues or whatever and they can point you in the right direction get you some counseling um you know i think that's very valuable it's something i've done in the past as has gotten counseling and um you know that i think is very valuable to discuss your issues and um you know a lot of us i don't like know from your culture but from like my culture that my generation <laughs> like my parents it was like you know just kind of like you know, you take all your feelings and you just stuff them down yeah, yeah. into like into your heart into, until it, it turns into a, in Spanish. Yeah, same and shit. Don't talk about your problems. <laughs> you just be a man, and then uh, yeah, yeah. This and then or you know, and a lot of people, a lot of us, unfortunately, from our parents, learn like unhealthy coping me- mechanisms. Yeah, you know what? You know, can be drinking, can be angry outbursts, whatever. Um, and to you know, speak to a professional and learn how to reframe things in your brain and how to develop healthy coping mechanisms how to deal with stress in a better way is always like is always good like it's it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be you know afraid of it's not like it doesn't mean that you're a weak person or anything like that and in fact i think it means that you're a stronger person to say like hey i need a little help here i need some more tools in my toolbox for my yeah. mental health to keep myself healthy just like you would with with anything like for if you ha- were having issues with your blood pressure you know you'd go see a cardiologist you know and if if you're having issues with mental health you should see a mental health professional you know i'm not advocating to take drugs or anything like that i'm just talking about simply talking getting therapy learning healthy coping mechanisms diet and exercise nutrition things like that um getting plenty of sunlight getting out in yes. nature get some vitamin d um drinking lots of water and electrolytes yeah. like all that stuff it's actually, like actually it's, helps. It, it works wonders and it actually helps, <laughs> it helps. you know and if, and if you free. go to a uh, provider that's like hey you have all these issues and they just want to give you a pill ju- and and they don't and they don't ask you about your diet and your exercise and how much like hey are you getting enough sleep are you eating enough are you drinking enough water are you, like if they don't ask you that like just please run away like don't yeah. you know if you you know that's all those things are so much more important and should be addressed first like if you're in crisis like hey let's let's make sure you're eating let's make sure you're drinking get eight hours of sleep you know um those are the basics get your basics covered to get you out of that like whatever you're going through and then and then use in your example fitness as a as a tool to break down those barriers and and actually found something that i can inspire you and motivate you to yeah. be, to be better right and like like i said like with so mental health you said people are struggling i mean it, it varies like what level like yeah. if you're suicidal yeah. i want you to call a suicide hotline and get help and yeah. and get yourself the help that you need like crisis like right away if it's you know depression anxiety and it's not it's not that then you know speak to a counselor and and get help with that same thing with alcoholism and drug abuse um but yeah just go down that route and then you know as overall you're, you know your your mental health and physical health are closely tied to each other yeah you know, it is you know you cannot be depressed and, and, and right and fit well you can but at yeah, some you point it will break down yeah at some point that will break down it will catch you up you can be a, a fit as uh as your example yourself but inside you break down right. or yeah. you can be the a morbidly obese, 600-pound life person yeah. attached to a couch, but you are the happiest person in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, and our emotions and all that are yeah. our chemicals from our brain, and how we think is all happening in our brain, and our brain is inside of our body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's directly affected by the fuel you put in your body and yeah. how you treat your body. Yeah. And, again, sleep, exercise, nutrition, like like the three. Like Keep like, this shit simple. Keep it simple. Yeah, those are the big three things. And, like, you know, it, if you're going through issues at home or issues at work or whatever and you're not getting enough sleep and you're not eating right and you know it's just going to compound the problem yeah 
you know, you're not going to get ahead of that that yeah. snowball, and and eventually it'll catch up with you and your family yeah. life and right. your environment, and right. then it'll be too late. Sometimes yeah. too late. Yes, like you've seen in the past. Yeah, yeah, and I've lost, you know, uh, a very close friend of mine to very similar issues in the fire service, um, and it's it's you know a tragedy every time that something like that it happens, is. whether it's you know a drug overdose or if it's you know. A, a suicide or a suicide attempt yeah. or something like that you know that's it, tragedy so. it, it is it is and uh, if anybody's listening to this if somebody someone at least listen to this advice just keep it simple they will they will this will make my podcast and everything i'm doing for anything we're doing for work i mean this is at least one person we can save yeah. somebody i'm happy to be honest yeah. that's that's true i mean we can push it all day but well, I appreciate end. you doing this, man. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, welcome, See you bro. doing this for for first responders, yeah, and uh, you know, talking to people, and yeah. especially the focus on mental health, and you know, I think, like you said, I, I, it's inspiring to see you do that, based on why you were called why you were compelled yeah. to do it so like thank you for doing that no, and no, thank you you're an awesome human being armando thank, thank you, you for having me on i about to cry but i had to hold it <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no bro thank you appreciate it bro i really appreciate it uh coming from you t- it means a lot um and uh with this quick segment after the break we finalized we finished the podcast and oh to repeat where, where people can reach you again um, my instagram is fireman nurse f-i-r-e-m-a-n i think there's two n's so n-u-r-s-e i think so yeah i can i am a nurse i can't spell one yeah that's true <laughs> you guys are horrible <laughs> handwriting. No, no no it's uh yeah it's and my name is brad wilson on there my name is bradley wilson i think it says brad wilson on instagram but yeah that's i have a facebook but i don't really don't use, use it. it. Don't no, use it at that's, all. That's for old people. I don't. I don't even really open it or do anything with it. <laughs> that's, so that's for, that's for old people. That's where my grandfather sends me messages and of memes. Of course, that, yeah. that's generational. Yes. He sends people, me yeah. far side comics on Facebook <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> this is the, people have been the six and seven use yeah. Facebook. Yeah, we use Instagram. Who knows yeah. what our kids will use in the future? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Chinese spyware downloaded yeah. right into their brains. Oh yeah, You're going about TikTok now, buddy. <laughs> oh shit. I have to put a warning on my podcast in the episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> but no, thank you again for coming You're here. Uh, uh, hopefully, come back again to the uh, to the podcast and talk about it. Hopefully, Absolutely. you can have your own podcast too, and I'll be happy to go to yours. And uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, why not, bro? Yeah. Is is I, I'm I'm believing multiplying people, multiplying functions, or whatever. Uh, is to me, it has been uh, a road that I never expected my life go through. Yeah, and now using microphones, being the editor, producer, and all that, all in one That's guy. Very cool. Very yeah, cool, it's, bro. It's, it's it's fun. It's fun. I'm excited to see the episode come out or listen to it. Oh out. yeah, because yeah. we have video. Yeah. But uh, maybe next we, time if you have yeah, yeah, video again, I got I would a camera. Definitely come back. Go. You you're more loose now. <laughs> After 45 minutes, now you lose. Now you're ready for a whiskey. <laughs> all right, bro. Thank you for everything. And uh, people follow me. Um, Again, welcome and thank you for listening to Bomberos on Fire podcast all around the world, basically, or a lot of countries. Um, I got all some merchandise. I started an Etsy. I got some Very f- cool. some, some shirts, but I'm trying to figure out that part. That takes me a little bit to figure out. I like stickers, so if you ever make vinyl stickers, I like uh, putting stickers that, on shit. I'll, I will. I will do it. I will yeah. find a way to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> it's an open mind. I, and and uh, thank you again. Appreciate it and. Uh, People listening, we'll see you again uh, next podcast, and I hope you enjoy this one, and uh, thank you. Peace.